In today's episode, the three quotes that truly have changed my life and have stuck with me for the last 10 years. Welcome to the High Vibes Podcast. I'm Binu, your host. My goal with every episode is to leave you feeling better, shining your light a little bit brighter than before you press play. Let's dive in. Quotes. I love quotes. And you will soon realize how much I actually love quotes. Quotes have really done something for my life in a very positive way. And I realize now why. It's because I actually started applying them to my life. And there's certain quotes that, gosh, have been with me for 12 years. I think I heard this one 12 years ago, but it wasn't just the one. It's when it showed up in three different ways that it really started to hit me. You know, and a lot of people say when things show up in threes, we start really paying attention, don't we? And so this one actually showed up in three forms, in three different forms, and that's what I wanted to share with you today. So the main quote that first came my way is this one, thoughts become things, choose the good ones. Thoughts become things, choose the good ones. So when I heard this so long ago, it was through an email a messaging service that I signed up for or an email marketing service I signed up for from tut.com. And they send these notes every day that say notes from the universe. And at first it was a time of my life where I was just starting to work with a coach, having a couple conversations with her. And she was helping me just come out of this place of, I don't know, where I was uninspired. I I felt down often. I felt blah, even though I had lots going for me. I had this internal conflict that I couldn't resolve on my own. I just couldn't understand why I was carrying this internal overwhelm. You know, when I finally met her, it was like, oh, this is going on and I don't know why I'm doing this. I have this, but there's something. And those that have known me for a while, I lost my mom when I was 20 I'm 52 now. So it's been a long journey. And if anybody's lost a parent or how I say now has a parent who's crossed over to the other side, um, you know, it's a, it's an interesting experience. I don't know how to say it, but it leaves you with this stuff inside of you that you don't know what to do with. And back then nobody talked about this. It's like, we just kept going. So all these things, these thoughts got buried deep inside of me. And so no wonder when this quote, thoughts become things, choose the good ones, I started really sitting with this. It's the tagline of the notes from the universe. It's like their PS in all their emails. So every email I would read, I would read it at the bottom. And so what's interesting about getting an email every day from uh, an email marketing system is I don't think the intention is to read them every day. And if you do, wonderful. But I wouldn't read it every day. But then when I would open it, I would start like resonating with certain messages. And you know, when you look, you know, beyond each shoulder and you're like, is that for me? Was that for me? Because it says my name because they have it written like Dear Binu and then the message. And I'd be like, some of those were, oh, wow, that's for me to pay attention to. And I would feel it in my heart and soul. That's when I knew it was resonating. When something resonates, it's like it it hits that, that's, it's like a soul hit inside of you. That's what I call it. And I know then, then that's for me to pay attention. I know that now. Back then it was like, oh, why is this, why is this hitting me? I want to know more about this. What does this mean? Of course I want good thoughts. Of course I want to choose things, but this whole idea of thoughts become things I didn't get it. And then the second quote shows up as I was working with this coach and she said a few times, what you think about, you bring about. 
what you think about, you bring about. And I'm like, okay, okay. So I started paying attention to the things that I was bringing about or that were being brought to me that I didn't like, right? Some relationships, some um, gatherings I would go to, I would leave feeling drained and blah. Uh, Some things that were showing up in my life that I, you know, maybe judgment or other things that weren't going my way or people cutting me off on the road. Like it can be anything. And I started noticing there were these things that I really didn't like or that were really disturbing me, really bothering me. And so I sat with that some more. What I think about, I bring about, okay, what, am, what, what does that mean, right? It just, I would sit with it and I would think, okay, I want to figure this out. Okay, so if I can change my thoughts, then um, things will be better, right? And so I just kind of sat with it. Nothing really changed for me until I heard the third quote. This quote showed up from this beautiful couple that I know that used to live in my town. And they moved to uh, an area called Prince Edward County around where I live, which is about three hours. It's like a super beautiful, spiritual, high energy area. And they opened up a retreat center. And they have in their in their cabins on the window sill of the shower, it's engraved in the wood and it says, you are not your thoughts, you are their thinker. Or it might say you are not your thoughts, but their thinker. I can't remember exactly, but what, what has stuck in my memory is you are not your thoughts, you are their thinker. And as I went down the journey of like trying to understand that, and I had conversations, I asked some of my spiritual friends about it. And I started thinking like this, right? That if I'm their thinker and some of the people I was exposed to, we were talking a lot about this unconditional love voice that we all have inside of us, this essence, this love essence that we all have, we're born with it. And whether, you know, some of us think of it as like the light of the universe coming through you and that love and light coming through you, we actually have within us. And that part, this divine part of our mind, this divine essence or this divine fragment that sometimes I, uh, I used to say divine fragment in the meditations I used to teach online. And, you know, divine to me is not religious, just for those of you that might be wondering, it's more spiritual. Like my journey of this spiritual way is, you know, comes down to these like core values of truth, beauty, goodness, freedom, internal freedom, internal peace, patience, unconditional love. And so that's where I'm coming from when I say like that part of our mind is this divine essence of love. And if that is the part that is thinking, right, then I'm not my thoughts. And I think so many people that I've worked with, they're on this, you know, me too, at one point on this hamster wheel in our head where our thoughts have really become us and we think that we are our thoughts, yet we're just, you know, on this uh, repeat on this repetitive reel that has been created from our upbringing somewhere along the line. It's it's caught in our subconscious programming. And I learned a lot of this from the hypnosis, hypnosis training that I went through. And actually doing hypnosis on so many people, I've seen this pattern, like what gets caught in people's subconscious programming that's then come from something in their childhood. And now it's become who they think they are. And so when I heard this quote, you're not your thoughts, you are their thinker. All of a sudden, it allowed me to realize that I can actually change that. I actually have the power to adjust those thoughts within my mind. And so some other friends of mine that are um, 
exposed to more spiritual teachings and channeling, they have this term called thought adjuster for that loving essence within you. And I think I like that term too, because it's like, oh, I have the ability, that unconditional loving essence within me has the ability to adjust the negative thoughts, adjust the thoughts to um, better thoughts or a higher vibrational thought. And so I've also done a lot of work around the emotional vibrational scale and where just practically, because I'm really about how to take all these concepts and apply them to our practical life, because to me, that's, that's the goal is to notice our low thoughts and these low thoughts, whether it's angry, fearful, self-doubt, complaining, self-loathing, like these low thoughts keep us in low vibration. And so if everything's energy, then that energy we put out is what we get back. That's another quote, right? What we put out, we get back. And so I would notice that when I was in that low state of mind with those low thoughts, I felt crappier. And then I was attracting more crap, right? Yet, if I would lift those thoughts to the higher part of that emotional scale and work on having more gratitude and joy or even simply boredom and neutrality, sometimes I say we just need to strive for being neutral um, and just at peace and, and calm in the moment, in the present moment, we upgrade our vibration and now attract more of that higher vibrational energy. So if you believe in law of attraction like I do, I watched this play out. Like when I first was exposed to it, I'm like, okay, I'm open to this, right? So that's that's part of this journey for me. Uh, and I'm hoping for you. And I really, what I've seen with working with so many people one-on-one is the more open we are to what's possible, the more we let the light in, the more we let another possibility in of how something could be. So, so many people are like, no, Binu, you don't understand. My thoughts are this, this is who I am. And I'm like, but that's not serving you. So let's now ignite that inner love voice, that inner love essence to speak something different to you. And it's almost like training your bicep. Like we have this spiritual muscle, this unconditional love muscle that we need to train because many of us, it's been trained the opposite. So we almost have to like turn it on its back, do the opposite, I I like to say. And so I have an example to share with you because I love sharing my real life examples because it seems to put everything in in real life context. Because how, how else do you change if you don't see how it can play out? And so there was a time where I probably like 10, 12 years ago, I was really diving into self-development, not just quotes, but self-development books, programs. I was going to conferences. I was flying to different places like Sedona and Minneapolis and Vegas even once for some of these self-development conferences. And I was really um, addicted to it, I guess, but attracted to it. It was something calling me to better myself and to work on that deeper part of myself. As I was sharing with my kids and my husband, all this stuff, I would say if I'd catch the kids, you know, complaining or with thoughts that I could see are stressing them out, I would say to them, okay, remember thoughts become things, choose a better thought, choose a better thought. And then one day my husband said to me, he says, you know, you always say this and and he was saying it very kindly and gently. And he's like, you know, you say this a lot, like that your thoughts become things. He said, but every night at 7.30 at night, you say that you're so tired and then you are so tired, but you always say that it's like on repeat. And it's so interesting because 
part of the hypnosis training I've gone through, it's like there's unconscious thoughts we have too, like unconscious um, things that are like automatic, like brushing your teeth every day. You don't even realize you're doing it anymore. And so this happens with how we speak sometimes too. Like we don't even notice we're having the thought and then the words are coming out to match it. And so when he said that to me, and, and he didn't say it in, in a rude way at all. It was actually just quite just, you know, being, I'm just curious because you always talk about our thoughts become things, but here's this thing you keep saying. And I, I think I was flabbergasted looking at him going like, what? Like, really? 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 I say that every day. And, and my daughter was there too. And she's like, yep, mom, I hear you say it every day. And my husband's like, and it's, it's like clockwork, 730. And I thought, oh my gosh. Like, is that why I'm so tired? I mean, obviously, physically, at one point, I was experiencing something. And then it became what I talked about, and what I thought about, you know, and I was like, whoa, am I manifesting that? Am I bringing this about? And so without knowing the, the truth of it, and being very open to all of this, I decided, decided to work on this and to see if I could shift that. And that's a very empowering space to be in. So I invite you to just think about, you know, what thoughts do you have that, or maybe you have to ask your family, what thoughts do they hear you having <laughs> that you don't even know you have, or, or what are you speaking out loud? Because once you know what it is that then we can change it, right? And, and I followed the Deepak Chopra for so long. I used to do his 21 day meditations oh, years ago. And the one thing that I always heard him say is awareness is key. Awareness is key. And I realized that, but actually when I real, really realized that until I know what the thought is that's not serving me, how do I change it? So now I've become aware that I say at 7.30 every night, I'm so tired and I don't want that anymore. I don't want to be tired. I don't want to be lying on the sofa, you know, until I go to bed every night, which was happening, right? So a lot of that was happening. And so I just started getting really aware with that thought. And I know there's, you know, I've, I've worked with a lot of young people too, um, especially through the pandemic. And along the way, I've met a lot of young people who've told me the amount of thoughts they have in their head. And one person, it was like 12,000, 15,000. And then there was this one girl that said that she feels like she has 75,000 thoughts at one time. And so I don't have that many thoughts. And I don't know about you, but I sat with her and I thought, okay, you know, it's not just like, oh, change all your thoughts and everything in life gets better. It's pay attention to what the repeating thoughts are that aren't serving you, the negative ones that are pulling you down that you say on repeat or that you think on repeat. And, you know, for, for her and for many like that, it's like, just, just start with one and we really just have to go through it. But it's to know that if it's a negative thought real in your head, like a subconscious repetitive real, it is not unconditional love. And so it's not your true self. That, that's kind of the whole point here is when you are the thinker of your thoughts, you are the, the love thinker. You're the one that is the higher part of you, whether you say your higher self or your divine self, it's really important just to see where all this is coming from and that you have the power to be empowered to shift those thoughts as they come, but we first have to be aware of them. And so I did that. I, I 
stepped into it and I thought, okay, I'm, I'm going to shift this. And so I don't really remember how long it took, but I remember actively making it fun and playful because for me, you know, I was in the weight loss industry for so long as a leader and I saw so many women beat themselves up. And I would beat myself up a lot of times. And I just realized we can't do that anymore to ourselves. It doesn't serve us. And so when I was about to change this, right, so change this word or this saying that I would say every night, I made it playful because I also wanted to be that role model to my kids of, look what I can do. Like, you can do this too. And it feels so good. And it's funny. And it's fun. And truly, I think we need to laugh at ourselves sometimes. And it's it's a very peaceful, fun thing to be able to laugh at yourself and lighten things up. You know, I take some things really literal, like, you know, people say, let the light in, let your inner light shine. It's like, so lightening the things up that we're not doing so great um, makes it a little bit easier to move through them. And so that's what I try to do now and every day. I rarely get down on myself anymore because I try to lighten it up. And so that's for you, however you want to take that today. This was the thing that I tried to do. So every time I would catch myself about to say, because I'd feel it, right? It's like, feel the tiredness at 7.30 p.m. And I'd about to say it. So I'd stop myself from saying it. And then I'd say something like, oh my gosh, I am so energized with that voice, with my hands flying in the air. And I'd just say, oh my gosh, Binu is so energized. And my kids would laugh. They'd look at me funny. But it just lightened myself up. And in the moment, I actually felt a little spark of energy. Like, take that in, friends, take that in, right? And so I kept doing it and doing it. And then I would do what Tony Robbins always like, you know, showed us to do at those conferences, which was to pump your arms, jump up and down and change your state. And so I started doing a little bit of that. Or if some of you know me, I used to teach Zumba and I would do a little Zumba move, put on some music in the kitchen and I would lift my energy And it was so magical what started to happen that I realized that I could change my thoughts and I could change the words that I said out loud. And I actually was in control of my energy and how I showed up and what I attracted. And so I started seeing that I wasn't so so tired anymore. And then I've applied this to other parts of my life and I've attracted, you know, better connections and deeper connections with people. And I don't, I don't get cut off on the road at all when other people in my world get cut off in the world. And so it's something that like, I'm always working on, but I've started to see this, like, the more I work on keeping my thoughts, positive, uh, higher energy, more about gratitude and peacefulness and and just neutral as opposed to negative or beating myself up. My outward life is actually starting to reflect that inner life. And that's the path here, friends. That's what I want for all of us. And so think about how you can dive into this and think about your thoughts that you are their thinker. And as you do that, take a moment and just tap into your heart right now. Maybe put your hand on your heart And just really ask yourself what you really want, because part of the soul journey is actually to know why we're doing something. Like, what did I really want? I wanted, I wanted more peace. I wanted less inner conflict. I wanted, you know, less blah conversations. I wanted to feel less drained when I'd be out in gatherings. 
And I knew that something was happening in my mind and my thoughts that I needed to change. And so um, then realizing that I actually get to change it and I have the ability to change it is so empowering. And so knowing what you want, what you really, really want in your life can help you move forward and start to step into some of this. With that said, I hope that this lands with you. I hope that there's one thing that resonates. And if there's one thing that resonates, then that is the thing for you today. And always remember, please, you are amazing. You matter. And you are so, so loved. I look forward to helping you create the extraordinary life that you are fully and completely deserving of. Thank you so much for being here. I truly appreciate you listening. If this episode resonated with you and you wish to speed up your growth, feel free to check out my programs and services. Just go to my website, binu.ca. And if you know someone else who is seeking more meaning in life and could use some inspiration and high vibes along the way, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world. And it goes a long way if you take a few seconds right now and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful.